Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's fantastic. Right. Good. Drop one of those as well. Oh. Let people know what time it is. Yeah, you're gonna have to lift that up so people really know what time it is. Do that again, just for effect. That's it. There that's we go. The one. Okay. All right. Drop one of uh, clues bombs on this thing real quick. How y'all doing? Welcome to Comic Book Junto Live. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam uh, Jacked Up Collarbone Tetris. That's right. That's, that's exactly my middle name. Right here. Check that's, my that's, certificate. That's, uh, is it on the birth? Did you change it? Yeah, I did. Officially, it takes a few weeks. Why would so you by do the, that? Well, I just thought it would be interesting. But you're going to get over this. Then what? It's still going to be interesting. You know, people are going to say, "Why did you have? Right, why did fine. you have the jacked up collarbone as a middle name?" I'll tell them an interesting story about my mom, my dad. Mm -mm. How when they first met, mm -mm. my dad had a broken collarbone, my no. mom had a broken collarbone, and they mm -mm. they gave it to me. No, that's lineage. That's how that works. Nah, man, I'm not. It's hereditary. It isn't. It's like, yeah, broken collarbones, hereditary in my family. This is a personal experience that you've had. It has nothing to do with your father. <laughs> well, well, this has nothing to do with my father is a line. That's a really strong, <laughs> this has nothing to do with my father. That's exactly what the person, when it's all about their father. Yeah. Like, you need my father out of this. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly do right. Do you ever talk about my father again? That's what Simba says all the time when people bring that up. Right. Are you just trying to be like, this has nothing to be like my, this has nothing to do with Mufasa. Keep my dad's name out of your mouth. That's right. That actually probably would have been a better movie. It would have been a better movie. It definitely would have been more urban, I believe, is the uh, <laughs> terminology. Yeah. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is this. We normally talk geek culture. We normally talk trash as well. There's going to be a combination of both of those things. But one of the biggest things that goes on in geek culture is San Diego Comic-Con. Comic -Con. It is going on even right now. However, mm -hmm. comma, there's no way we're going to keep up and do a podcast like this here. This is rude, right? Mm -hmm. Like I got my face on my phone. I'm trying to talk to you about something. I'm not going to do that. And Marvel hasn't even told us what's going to go on in Phase Four yet. Yeah, they haven't announced my movie. I think it's a, they haven't announced your movie. Don't you have you, you talk, announced your movie? You talking too much. Like, okay. I got that part. Okay, Ooh. I'm gonna I, get that. I got that under control. But there's an announcement. Yeah, going to happen at nine. You told me. That's right. And we're not even there yet. We are not there yet. 9 p.m. EST. Uh, my, my man Bond tells me that Marvel is going to be making some announcements, supposedly, about phase four of their films. Now, on Comic Book Junto, we would be discussing that. But mm -hmm. because it's happening in real time, we, we don't want to bury our noses in our phones, like right. Octavia said. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. We'll have a regular SDCC-filled episode this week on Wednesday and uh, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Since y'all are here, this is a rarely observed occasion. Uh, comic Book Junto is not often seen in the wild, right? <laughs> it's, we, are, we are a domesticated podcast. And, Maybe uh, you are. I'm still out in the streets. Okay, I'll so speak for aware. myself. And uh, uh, we, we just wanted to use the opportunity to have you all be involved in some way. So we got a mic here. Yep. And periodically, we're going to ask people to come up here and give their thoughts on a thing or two. Uh-huh. All right? Don't feel, no, feel compelled. I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to act like I don't want y'all to come up here. Talk a little bit, though, all right? Don't take over the podcast. Adam, that's your responsibility to get I'll them hit him with my right. Correct. All right? So here's a topic of discussion we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about reboot and, re, what, is, what do we call it? Reboot culture ago? and IP farming. Does that make sense to anybody? Anybody know what that means? Right. Anybody got any thoughts? Short version is everything that you love when you're a kid is going to get made again probably worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. we want to talk about that 
and talk about that in comparison to news stories. We figure that's a conversation that everybody's going to have some sort of take or emotion or feeling on. Adam is pissed off about Cowboy Bebop getting made That's again. true. Adam is also pissed off about Akira being made. Adam is pissed off in general <laughs> about this whole topic. He's got a strong opinion about it. Adam, yeah. lead us into the future. Yeah. What we have to look forward to. Well, we have, uh, we have, I saw a list on uh, your, your, your cell phone. It was something like 121 reboots currently in production mm-hmm. right now. Or remakes. Uh, or remakes or updates to something you love. And as Octavia said it so succinctly, but it'll be worse than the one that you love. Uh, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done with it. And, and some of my favorite franchises, my favorite stories, the things that I grew up with and I still cherish dearly are going to get this treatment. Mm-hmm. Akira an anime. I love this legendary story. It's an amazing manga. It's a great uh, anime film and it's going to be, it's been in conversation to be a live action film for a long time. Yes. Uh, my favorite Cabrio's anime of all time. To it somehow. Cowboy Bebop is getting remade into a live action Netflix series. And you a hater. Uh-huh. Just hating it. Uh, it, um, I mean, the, we just saw The Lion King was remade. Um, yeah. Did anybody see The Lion King out there? Y'all see so Lion far? King? Thumbs up, thumbs down. The images how it looks. Um, Wait, here's what he I'm just going to say it as you say it. The images, how they look, <laughs> are definitely dope. But the, they think it's called GFI. Adam, Adam. This is a terrible exercise. What I'm trying to do it's is not, not working. working. It's not working. Right. Um, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is it looked dope. Um, what I didn't hear, uh, maybe I'll put words in your mouth, it sucked though. Um, it, it looked great. <laughs> But it, it was, was trash, ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I think you were saying with more acronyms. Um, yeah. Uh, so look, every everything you love is going to get remade. We had a conversation about this just preliminary before the show started. Mm-hmm. We're going to get remade. Ever ever since humans have been on this earth, people have been trying to stick around for longer than they oh, should. Yeah. AI. All right. Are you guys so- excited about becoming AI versions of yourselves and raising your grandkids <laughs> as an AI? Put your no. hand down, fam. You don't want that to happen. No. You don't want you want your legacy to be about you, not some machine that's taken over your life. This is what you want to happen? Yeah. You want somebody else? A machine raising your kids? You want this a machine? What you want? Hey, keep my father out of this, You're man. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Huh? My bad. My Sorry dad was a machine. Uh, so look, I I I have feelings. I have uh, I want to name drop a show that that uh, happened a little bit earlier today. I have strong feelings mm-hmm. uh, about this this trend. I don't like it. I think the the original film, the original video game, the original comic, the original whatever medium it was released is often the better one. It's often the best one. There's a reason why it existed originally, and I think it should be revisited. I think we should build a culture of people going back and re-examining artifacts. So hold up. Nobody can remake anything in your world. I'm not saying that. The world that. you create and can't nobody do nothing. I'm not saying... I'm not putting restrictions. I'm it not sounds making restricted. The, I'm just saying folks could be encouraged to take a look at the things that came before us. Just because it's old doesn't make it irrelevant. And I think so often we Who find uh, whoever works at Walt Disney's company right now, uh, Disney's kids, they, they say Lion King from 1994. Psh, ain't nobody remember that. What if we uh, updated it, though? What if okay. we made the entire thing one tech demo 
and uh, celebrities' voices just hovered over these animated lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it doesn't need to be like that. And Lion King, I, in, in my perspective, Lion King represents the worst possible scenario of a thing the, that... The 2019 Lion King. The 2019, yeah. Okay. The 2019 Lion King. Uh, I got to come up with a different name, like a different moniker for that. What would I call that? If I don't want to call know. it Lion King. It doesn't deserve the name. That's what it's called, Adam. You got to let that go. <laughs> you got to release that. I'm over it. Anyway, I'm I'm not about it. You think you think it's fine? Everything should just get remade. I mean, remade? to a certain extent, I'd like to know. Does anybody got anyone? Anybody want to weigh in on this as if well? If you have a strong opinion on this, I want you to put your hand up, and then we'll invite you over here. Come so and take a let's, chair. Let's talk about a couple things. Like, so number one, I do think that there are some things that have been rebooted well. There's some things that have I'm inviting been, an audience member while you while you get your your thought out. All yeah, right? come on so up. If somebody here, wants to come up and, and weigh in. Come on up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think there's some things that have been remade well. There's some things that have not been remade well. So I definitely don't want to jump to, we're not going to remake anything ever again. Period, no. point blank. Nor do However, I. I get what you're saying also at the same time. Like, we're going to get another RoboCop. And we're going to get another, <laughs> we're going to get another Akira. And then we're going to get um, uh, Cats. Cats. Which was that, w- that wild trailer just came out for Cats. Which yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Good work, soldier. What the, oh, I, you I, put I, Captain America on here. Yeah, I put Hold Captain on. America on. Yeah, I thought multiple gunshot place, pads was just like a, a violent, disrespectful thing. I thought it was maybe intentional. We could some, that violent disrespect was there for a reason. The optimism from Captain America just made me feel. No, good. watch out. No, watch no. out. Oh, oh, it's gonna bounce off his vibranium oh, shield. Yeah, listen, so I got nothing to do with that. But look here. Um, as far as this podcast is concerned, okay. Cap, I appreciate your shoulder tattoo there. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just saying the Cats trailer was wild. Yes. It made me feel a way. Yes. Okay. Far and I'm not A-way. quite sure what it is. But the whole thing is, where do, where do we stand on this? Because uh, I think there's a yes and a no for all of this. What you got? Uh, you yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, hi, so Eat the mic. Like, really get it's, uncomfortably get close to it. Get all up in here. It. Yeah. Hi, I'm Marty Schneider. I'm uh, one of the co-hosts of the show Breaking Mayberry, uh, which is all about old TV, which some of which has been rebooted and recharged. Mm-hmm, so we do mm-hmm. like touch on this a little bit. Um, you mentioned this is going to be about IP farming, so I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Uh, but I think that's a, like a huge part of this is just like re-upping the copyright on things, mm-hmm. re-upping the trademarks so that Disney can own the rights to these characters at infinity. Well, I don't think it's an yeah. anti-Disney thing, though, either. It's well, just like uh, the idea it, in general, It's right? not, general. not yeah. an anti-Disney you thing. You got a problem so with the mouse? So here's the thing. I'm not I as, got some problems with the mouse. I'm, right. not, I'm not as anti-reboot as Adam is at all. I mean... I'm an English major and there's a huge thing that goes around like English Humble brag. like like society. No, there's no reason to brag about being an English major. <laughs> I'm an English major is is a code for I have no money or I went back to school for something that wasn't English. Let what know how I you feel about it. <laughs> But there's a thing that goes around in English uh, like departments that says basically like all stories and, you know, quote, all white stories really come from either Shakespeare or the Bible. Uh, And like we've been retelling the same stories over and over again for hundreds of years. They all kind of have come back to the same roots. So I feel like, you know, there's multiple ways to tell the same story and you can make it interesting mm-hmm. you know adam pointed out that just because something is old doesn't mean it's irrelevant well just because something's old doesn't mean it's good either mm-hmm. so i think that there's new, multiple opportunities to take something that maybe had a good concept uh but kind of fumbled on the execution mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. go-to example is johnny mnemonic Okay. I feel like is overdue mm. for a reboot. Like mm. there's some things that have decent ideas. And then there's some things that like 
Maybe you missed something in the original. Uh, the upcoming Mulan remake, for example, mm-hmm. uh, actually when it came out, upset a lot of Chinese audiences, a lot of Chinese American audiences with kind of it's like cartoonishness mm-hmm. uh, and like joking of stereotypes of like things that they really cared about. So with the upcoming like live action version, it seems like Disney's trying to like tell a more culturally sensitive, more uh, appropriate uh, story would give it the gravitas it deserves. So that will that that some... will sell very well in a Chinese box office. So if I can, sure, if I can... yes. There, don't don't like not be cynical about this. Like <laughs> you should be cynical about all of this. Mouse so Incorporated. I, what, I think, what I think I'm hearing you say is there are some places where reboots are necessary. They actually play a good role, which is we can do this better than the first time. Am yes. I hearing you right? Or it can be thematically relevant. Um, mm. One of my favorite reboots of the past couple of years uh-huh. is actually the Footloose remake. I don't well, know that hold up. The Footloose remake. The Footloose remake that no one saw a couple of years ago. It was totally CG. Why was that? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. There was actually, Why was there that was actually, a good remake for you? Because, because thematically it makes sense for Footloose, a show, a movie whose main theme is looking at the past and like pushing the old guard aside mm-hmm. and letting new blood step in. It kind of makes sense sense thematically to remake that every couple of generations or so. Cuz every always, couple of generations. Well, cuz there's always going to be well because for some reason like religious fervor was still relevant in 2015 when that was made just as it was in 1985. Mm. You know, as long as you have like bouts of satanic panic and like like conservative religious pushback then like Footloose will always be relevant because there will always be somebody pushing against it. So Footloose was you, was one of your favorite remakes. I genuinely enjoyed it. And them, thematically, it makes sense to read because it's about newer generations. So it makes sense to update that story every 20 years or so. Okay. Well, yeah. I want to play a little devil's advocate. Marty has, has brought up uh, a reboot that he really liked. Octavius, can you do the same? A re-bake, re- reboot that, or a remake or reboot that I really like. Yes. And why? Mm, off the top of my head, no. That doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but off the top of my yeah. head, I can't really like pull something down uh-huh. that I'm like, this is way better than the first one. Uh huh. Uh huh. So um, I now, thought of A Star Is Born. A Star Is Born, the, the first one, the, first the most recent iteration of that like, film, I thought was was excellent. There's like was, three or four of those. Yeah, I, I think there are even more. Yeah, they, I think uh, A Star Is Born is kind of the Spider-Man of movies. I think there have been eight in the last what? several years. A Star Is Born, yeah, is the Spider-Man. That's right. Of movies. Keep my dad I think out of here. Spider-Man is <laughs> the Spider-Man of movies. <laughs> I, so I, I got another question for the audience. Is there anybody else out there who feels differently? Because if not, we can keep this conversation going on our own. But does anyone have an opinion as far as they're not feeling reboots? We've got someone who's all about them. Uh-huh. We've got somebody who hates them. Wow. I'm not all about them, but I'm not anti them. I Anybody think, got yeah. a different perspective? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's bring somebody up who uh, is, a, on, is just a, be, a conscientious be, uh, detractor. Yeah. Take, wait, wait, take a step t- towards. Tag out? Yeah, tag, tag out. out. Marty, thank you for your contribution. You may you, you may be up here again. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, sure. My name is David Dylan Thomas. I'm the host of the Cognitive Bias Podcast, which will be up two podcasts from now. Oh, all right. An up tradition of just podcasters talking to podcasters. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I want to give you the cognitive bias slowdown on why we're always going to be seeing reboots. Oh, oh please. Right, you, so. you have like a patented lowdown. Yes. Okay. All right. So science, right? Um, there's a thing called the nostalgia bump. And they did this study where they noticed that when you ask people what kind of pop culture they like or what, when was the best time for rap? Mm-hmm. When was the best time for movies? Right. 
if they're like over 40 or something like that, it's going to be from about 30 years prior, right? And not coincidentally, that's when they were growing up, right? So mm-hmm, I'm like, oh, the 80s was the best time for movies. We had the Goonies and we had this. It's yeah. all about those formative moments. It's those things that helped you develop into the person that you are now. Exactly. Right. Now think about what happens to those people who grow up and get into the movie industry, right? And mm-hmm. get into television and get into music. Yes. And they're like, oh, what do I want to see? And mm-hmm. what do other people want to see? Because we project, right? We think what other people want to see is the same thing that we. Of course. So Why wouldn't like, everybody agree with me? Right? Exactly. So yeah. it's like, oh, I know. We'll remake every movie from the 80s, right? Which is why roughly now, a lot of the remakes you're seeing are from around then Akira, right? Mm-hmm. Some movie executive grew up watching Akira and was like, oh, this is the dope shit. We need to make more of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and in another 10 years, all the 90s stuff's going to get remade. So we're hard Leave Juice wired. alone. I just want to step out there and say, leave Juice alone. <laughs> leave Boys in the Hood alone. Okay. Oh, leave please. John Singles and stuff alone. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. touch Poetic Justice. Leave those things alone. I just want to let you know what time it is. Oh. So quick on that. Carry on, please. I'm sorry right. about that. So we're going to see this stuff keep happening because we're hardwired for it. And frankly, that's a pretty good bet the audiences are too. They're going to see like, oh, The Lion King. I remember when I was a kid watching it, I want my kids to mm-hmm. watch it, right? Mm-hmm. So whether we love it or hate it, I feel like we're going to be a little bit trapped into this. Now, I got a question going with that because I appreciate you bringing the science to it as well, like the why behind it. Now, the piece that I'm interested in is where does new stuff fit into that? Sure. The science. Because I think there is, nostalgia is great. I mean, Stranger Things makes me feel very good. It makes, when I watch episode one of season three, I'm just like, ah, malls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. feels nice. Yeah. yeah. But there's another part of it. Capitalism is like, a hell of a thing. Man. This is probably a bunch <laughs> of white dudes telling stories. There's only one black guy in it and yep. his black sister who's very... <laughs> sassy yep. what what you mean huh what you trying to say like so she's playing yeah. that character yeah so where do new faces new stories new cultures new perspectives come in to the science do you have a take on that uh not so much with the science but with the culture here's the thing even the new shit is the old shit right so goonies or sorry goonies uh stranger things is like you know let's match up x-files and goonies right mm-hmm. Um, but if you can go back to like things like Raiders of the Lost Ark or Star Wars, that was just a remix of Flash Gordon For and sure. all the serials from the 40s. And those serials from the 40s are just mashups right. of the Odyssey. Like, Nothing new we just keep remixing stuff. So even the new stuff is just a remix. And then someone will say in 20 years, oh, we should redo Stranger Things. Yeah. Right? yeah. I do think, I, I have a thought. I think the way we get new stories is to let new people tell stories. Oh, absolutely. We didn't have Pose. We didn't have Pose. Does anybody know what Pose is? Anybody watch the TV show Pose? We didn't know what we didn't have Pose until Pose existed. That's yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? You, yeah. Oh, you watch it with your wife? Yeah, Pose. Hey, Pose is an excellent show. Hey, but like, but that, I think that, that, that that's where the new stuff is going to come from. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But you know, that legitimately is taking uh, 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 a different kind of format of entertainment from something like Paris is Burning, which is yes. a, a um, an artifact and an extremely important one that deserves to be watched. If you're a fan of Pose, you should watch that documentary. It's it's an incredible, beautiful film, and so. I, I don't want to. I don't want to paint anything with a broad brush stroke here. That's not what we do on Comic Book Junto. What I do want to see is an encouragement to to revisit the, the way in which we got here. I think one of the reasons that we are living in the world that we have in 2019 is this negligence for revisiting the past. It's like not actually mm. examining what we did in the past and then continually making the same errors over and over again. Now, on the flip side, 
reboots and new storytellers and new remixes of classic stories are extremely important for representation because now you have the people who grew up with Ariel and the Little Mermaid and they're getting to tell their version of the story and it looks different and encompasses a different group of people. And that is extremely important, cannot possibly be undervalued. That is the most important thing possible when it comes to making a reboot. My my issue is is the insistence that everything's gotta get new. That we can't we can't revisit you things. You nod your head real strong. You have thoughts? Oh, I, no, no, I'm talking about my guy behind you. You have thoughts you want to share? Yeah. Yeah, come, come, on. come on. We would love to have you. We would love to have you. Yeah, da- let's get in. a tag out here. Yes. David Dylan Thomas, thank you very much thank for you. contributing for to the, the, the podcast. David. Oh, David. David. All right. All How right. Are you, David? I don't have a podcast. Big podcast fan. Though. Okay. Oh, uh, you're I'm off. You got. I'm sorry. You got to sit down. Oh, oh, you got to sit down. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Uh, what you got? I don't know. I think like for The Lion King, I think we started on The Lion King. Uh-huh. Uh, for me, I remember seeing it in theaters. Uh, I think it was amazing when I saw it. Mm. There was emotions on their face. Yes. Right now, there's uh-huh. none of that. Correct. Yeah. I think that that's what's lacking from uh, kind of what's going on right now. And I would say the same for Dumbo. I'd say the I same for a lot. I didn't see them either, so I have no really frame of reference, but I'm just going by what like kind of like I you know value in movies yeah. for the most part. You know, Scar, right. you know, he looks scary, but you know, I don't feel where he's coming from, sort of. So mm-hmm. that's where I stand. Yeah, yeah. So have you seen the new 2019 Lion King, which I've decided to now only refer to as the circle of strife? <laughs> Adam. No, I haven't. But again, like Adam, there's certain on. elements of it. Wait, like can you break? I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to interrupt no. you. This is a pure comic book joint. David, apologize. I, I just, what, we, you, what are you talking about? A, uh, tete-a-tete. What the circle about? of strife. What does that even you mean? You see what I'm saying? No. Circle of strife. What? Explain, please. Circle. If I say it a couple times, would you, circle of strife. Circle of strife. You know? All right, David. All right, go ahead, David. Did no, you like sorry. that pun? I did. I get it. Thanks. I get it. Nah, don't do that. Don't act like you know. What <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with it per <laughs> se, but you know. Damn. Just you're not even a podcast. <laughs> get out of here. Not. I don't know what I'm doing. No, I just think that um, it's kind of unnecessary. Um, it's kind of a cash grab, in my opinion. But mm. I mean, if it's executed well, I know the voice acting and the songwriting and all that stuff, CGI, all the elements are there. Yeah. But the soul, what kind of made Disney Disney back in the day? Seems to be lacking, in my opinion. And now, this is with Lion King specifically. For the most part, I'm I'm the most anti Lion King out of all of them. Oh. Mm. I have a strong. You're, you're a, you, so you're a poacher. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no. is there anything that has been remade that made you say yes? Thank you for doing this. I'm excited for like movies like the Akira one, you know. I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. for things going David. like Adam, in the works, sort of. Be kind to our. Guests. I want to yeah. give it a chance, mm-hmm. same as I will eventually give Lion King a chance. But mm-hmm. I don't think, uh, I don't know. I just think that uh, it's funny you mentioned Johnny Mnemonic. I grew up with the director's son. Actually, I went to middle school with him, and uh, oh, bring, get a, he uh, get actually he actually got um, ripped off by the studio. He had a really nice art house piece. And the studio ended up ruining the entire premise of the movie, all that. So it shows. It definitely shows. I mean, like, there's certain elements. And it's funny how now, like, you know, Dark City and then Mm -hmm. The Matrix ended Mm -hmm. up taking a lot of influence from those. So I think, for the most part, if a a movie takes influence from past nostalgia, Mm -hmm. then go for it. But if you're completely, like, taking every single premise of Mm -hmm. a movie and just rebooting it, 
I think it's kind of unnecessary right now, and it's just a cash grab. It's a way to, for the studios to make money, and it's imploring a lot of people, which is great. But in the end, mm. I don't think it really has the essence. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, I I want to I want to create some sort of delineation here because I I think maybe there's the possibility of getting confused. When, when I'm thinking of a reboot, I'm thinking of uh, telling a story over again, using the same beats, Remake. the same plot elements, the same character names, maybe the same structure, right? The so same is arc. that more of a remake than a reboot? Uh, I, I suppose it behooves us to figure out what's the difference. What's the difference between a reboot and a remake? When I think reboot, I think Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, oh, reboot. Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, up, reboot, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, up, somebody else is going to be later on. Those are reboots. A remake is The Lion King, 1997. Remake is The Lion King, 2019. Yeah. Let me me pose this for you now. Are all of the uh, James Bond movies reboots? Every time they get a new James Bond, is it now a reboot? Come on. Are they remakes? Come on. You, we're saying I'm hearing Tagging remakes. In. I'm hearing reboots. Davis put his arm out. You're not gonna get on the show. So, yeah, yeah, oh, you face just, you, you. You get up on here. Let's get a tag refuse. out here. Let's get it. Let's get hand to hand contact. There it is, right there. David, thank you for being on the the the, the What's your podcast. Name, uh, Uncle Face from the uh, Bridging the Gap podcast. Uh, all right. Oh. Podcast is in the building as well. All, all right. right. All right. Representing. That's great. Thank you for being here. So, so what do you what are your thoughts on James Bond and 007 and that 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 franchise that series? I love the movies and the game on Nintendo sixty. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> Golden Eye. Let me now hold up. Wait now, face. Uh, Get in there. Face, job. face hold up now. I look, I, I just I mean I have to ask for oh, clarity. Oh, you stay with the short bull cheating. No, you can't do that. That's cheap. You can't play his odd job in my house. Yeah, that's cheap. Uh, but in, until you cl- you clarify, I'm going to assume that you're talking about the world is not enough game. That is is that the one you're talking about? What are you talking about? Right Remember now? the world is not enough with De- Denise Richards, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Okay, all that's right, all right. I wanted to hear. I just wanted yeah. to hear Goldeneye, definitively. Goldeneye. Yes. Yeah. Not Tomorrow Never Dies or any of the other Goldeneye. James Bond games. That's, Only that's Goldeneye correct. matters. Right. Correct. All right, so James Bond games. You're, uh, you're a fan of the series. You're a fan of the games. Mm-hmm. Are they reboots or remakes? I said reboots, but I thought about it. It's remakes, I want to say. Why do you think? There's no right or wrong answer unless there um, is. I, Isn't I, there though? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just causing. <laughs> is there objective because, truth? <laughs> because they make them over and over and over again, and they just use different James Bond characters, mm-hmm. and it's just like the same storyline with just different main characters and things. Now, word on the street is the internet streets. You see it coming, don't you? You see it coming. Word on the street is they done made a black lady, huh? 007, my lord. I thought they, they only... done made a woman. I... And she black? Unbe. Now, what? You got the mermaid too. That's she right. Black too. I thought mermaids can't be wait, black. What is J- is James what are you Bond talking about? Is James Bond a redheaded woman? How could we get a black woman to become 007? I will be here to see I a don't... 007 woman. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Lashana Lynch. Yeah, yeah. They passing off or something like Lashana that. Lashana Lynch is going to play 007. That's that's the word on the internet streets mm-hmm. in a Daniel Craig movie in which uh, Daniel Craig is is retired. See, at this point, we're just talking about an upcoming James Bond movie. Right. I'm right. about it, but uh, are we? How do we feel? Like in light of all the feelings that are floating amongst us, how do we feel about that? Because I got to be honest, there's a real part of me that's like, yes, 
Not a white guy. Something uh-huh. different. Yes. Uh-huh. Black. Yes. Woman. Yes. Black woman. Not a white guy. Yes. There's a lot of emotions that are excited about that. And then at the same time, does, you know, how, like, how do, how do we feel about it changing this thing? Is this a reboot? Is this a remake? Is this a okay? Which, which you think? Um, Keep it real. Yeah, you just let us know. For the millions and millions. Speak your truth. We don't have millions, just so you know. I, I would be here to see, uh, I don't know names. I say the guy from the wire to play mm-hmm. up. Yeah, to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Stringer Bell. Does he? He has deserved Stringer, to be 007 I, I would for a be long here time. to see a double O because he's he he talks the talk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I would be here to to yeah. see, or Ti maybe. Wait, <laughs> yo, oh hold on. yo, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, the king of the south. What you doing? Yeah. You can't T- Ex- hold on. Expeditiously. You can't no. Face. He used too many unnecessary words. You it, see, he I makes you think. I'm oh here my for god! I was gonna try to pull the T. I, I can't do it. I don't oh have my god! Expeditiously. No. Face came up How here and said, we, "We said, what do you think of Lashawn Lynch?" And he said, "I'd rather have Idris Elba or Danny Brown." And I, I that's it's, no T.I. I know. I heard T.I. I'm just thinking like insert. You know anyone else? T.I. Really? Why T.I. Uh, takers. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, listen. All right. You know what? Takers. Everybody's entitled. I'm not mad. Why not just get DMX? He was great in Cradle to the Grave. Negative mm. again. We can't have that. He's like oh. shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I would rather the, the, <laughs> huh? the right the two pop halogen. Uh, the hologram over, of Tupac. Yeah, over DMX. To play, <laughs> to right. Play, this we is, should get more the hologram of Tupac will be the new 007. Rocket Raccoon is 007. You heard it here first. Uh, now, so interesting. Is this so when when she comes in and because we don't know exactly what's going on with the movie? Is that a reboot or a remake? And is that and is that okay? Thoughts? Anybody? Now I have Way a thought in. on this one in particular. We, we're going to get a tag out. Way Somebody in. want to tag in here? Come on. Uh, I got a thought on that in particular, and I, I think I think it is a good thing. Let's don't get the tag. Hand to hand contact. Don't forget your phone. That's what's your up. Phone. Yeah. Oh, don't your forget phone. your phone face. You got to collect that device. Unless that's a donation. We oh. Put that towards the Patreon. Thank you for your five stars and your cell phone. Yeah. Appreciate you. What's up? Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's your name? Hey, how you doing? Big Dan from the Bridging the Gap podcast. You want to get real close to that microphone. All right, Big Dan. Uh, how do you feel about uh, uh, this conversation? James Bond, reboot, well, remake. Up, I feel like the up and coming film is not really a remake or a reboot. It's kind of like a the series is moving on. Uh-huh. Gonna, if they're going to involve Daniel Craig in it, yeah. him retiring, it's kind of like, you know, they're just passing off. Pass the, the baton. The mm-hmm. Versus the older ones where it's just, okay, we went from Pierce Brosnan to a whole new, <laughs> you know, a whole T.I. Yeah. Yeah. You went to a, you went from Sean Connery to the next Jane Bond to the next Jane Bond. Uh-huh. There's no So this is the passing of, of the torch to the next one. Yeah, I feel like it's just a passing of the torch. I don't feel like it's really a remake or a reboot, but the past ones maybe a reboot. Now, now here's the thing. I think ahead. I think part of me for interrupting. I I think James Bond has created a culture of constant revival. Mm-hmm. And that's why it works in this case. This is a series that is based on passing the baton. Right. For whether it's Sean Connery or Roger Moore, whether we're talking Moonraker or Goldeneye, it is it's about that revival and so it works in this context because it it is known that only only one actor will play this role for so long. Mm-hmm. Now, then we get back to that conversation about who's the storyteller and representation and the notion that we could tell a story about a black woman being 
Agent 007 is incredible, and it's also culturally correct as far as James Bond goes. Mm -hmm. This is just the way that it goes. That's that's how these movies have been cultivated for a very long time, and I'm about that. I'm really into that. I also think James Bond movies, for what they're worth, while they still they always do the spy, the espionage, the gadgets, you know that sort of drama, right. but they tell new stories. They introduce new villains. They have new beats, right? right. Mm -hmm. Now, for what it's worth, maybe they're not the best example of any of these subjects because they're inherently misogynistic and real trashy when it comes to the depiction of women and relationships. So, like, we have a lot of we got a lot of road to travel when it comes to this series, and I think. Mm -hmm. The current one in production, the one that's being written right now, is being written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Okay. Uh, she uh, created an incredible TV series called Fleabag. She was an executive producer that. on Killing Eve. Ooh, that's my joint. She right is the it woman. She's incredible. She's an it? She, yeah, she's <laughs> a clown woman. Uh, no, she she's just incredible. She's remarkable, <laughs> and I think she is the, she is the the person who should drive the future of this franchise. For now, anyway, absolutely. Well, do you think the female James Bond is going to be like the male James Bond? Now, the, now let's okay, get it straight. James Bond was a ladies' man. We're that's talking a question. We're talking about a lady 007, but the James Hot Girl Bond. Summer? <laughs> Hot, Girl, Hot Girl Summer. That's the name of the new James Bond movie. James Bond. <laughs> 007. 007. Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> Lizzo's gonna do the theme. Is this for real? It could be. Ti's gonna be do the theme, or it could be Octopussy too. That's right. Also, that's right. It's just manifest. Were you about to go somewhere? Because I was gonna ask. I was just saying. I think this is a good thing, and this is this is not what I'm talking about when I get frustrated with movies like 2019 Circle of Strife. That's stuck. Now, now before before you, I got a question for you. How you feel about Ghost in the Shell? Are you a fan of Ghost in the Shell? I think I've seen it before, possibly. Oh. So, so not necessarily. Not necessarily. What mm -hmm. are there any re reboots or remakes that you can think of recently that you that were terrible. into or terrible? What that you got? Trash. Either one. Go that either new, way. The, the new Chucky reboot was trash. I oh. seen that. that. Don't you do it? <laughs> We've been beefing about this since it came I out. I see now. <laughs> it was. A, it was. Mike number a, four. It was a complete. What's reboot. that mean? So, Face said it's a generational movie. No, it's what, what's, what does he mean by that? Because you, because he, he ain't got a mic, so it, it means you, he, he's you trying to talk for. In other words, he's saying he liked it, but it was really trash. Oh, all right, yeah, it, it was trash. He just liked it because Chucky said, "What did he say? Uh, this is for Tupac." You're I like, kind of feel bad. You cannot stab. You cannot have Chucky stabbing somebody saying this is for Tupac. It I kind of terrible reboot. I kind of feel bad that like so far at Big Dan, you and I both have put words in Face's mouth. We like, we have asked him well, for I, his words, I and put we just words in his mouth for a week. All right, all right, okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. So you were not feeling. I mean, oh, okay. go ahead. Yeah, you, we were. You were not feeling. Um, Child's Play. Not at all. The remake. Now, is that one of those situations where you were like, make a new story? Like what, how, what's I don't, the think, feelings it, was, I don't think it was a. Re I mean, I think it would still. I think it would be a reboot because they changed the entire story. What would you have rather had instead of reboot slash remake of a Child's Play? I mean, keep the. I mean, I would have rather a, a, the 2019 remake of Child's Play. You got to remember back okay. when Child's Play originally came out, it was a horror movie, a, yes. a real horror movie. Yeah, the, the newer Bride the Chuckies and Child of mm -hmm. Chucky or what all them. Those was just you know fluff. They got silly. You know, yeah, it, was, it got stupid. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. If you're going to do a, if you're going to revamp the series, you know the entire, you know, child's play universe or whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, there's no Charles Lee Ray in the movie. That's, no, that's I, his name. That's the. There's I was, no I they do a them a lot. This is really. It's pretty much just artificial intelligence. AI. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you went, you Spoilers went, you, for everybody. You went. For, you went for, 
You went from voodoo <laughs> to artificial intelligence. Yeah, they, 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 I think they tried to put a little bit of that black mirror spin on it. Too much. Right? It's too much. So can I tell yeah. you what I would have preferred? Because yeah. I saw it as well. Right. I was like, I saw the first of all, I saw the Orion logo that came up in the beginning, which right. made me go, oh, we're going back to... Right, I was like, oh, all right, we're here. We're going right. back there. Okay, cool. I mean, the cool. 90s again. We, we, yeah. This is about to be a good movie. I would have rather had Blumhouse just make a new movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New That's IP? That's what I would have... Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, you know how they always say, like, it's kind of like comedy, mm-hmm. you know, like you can you can tell a rude joke, but if you're funny, you can get away with it. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Like, but if you tell a rude joke and it's not funny, it's like, how could you? Exactly. How dare. <laughs> how dare? But audacity. if you make the room laugh, it's like, oh, he's so funny. Yeah, I think it's similar with reboots and remakes. Mm. Like if you can add something to this, the history of this thing, we'll let you get away with it. Right. But quite often that's not what happens so when i'm looking at this i'm like you wanted to tell an ai story right why don't you just go tell an ai story and leave mark hamill's voice out of it Mm. or get mark hamill's voice to voice this new thing you're doing Mm -hmm. because when i see black mirror i'm like more of this please Mm -hmm. more of these stories because you're like this seems inspired by the twilight zone but it ain't the twilight zone it's a new thing that's what, what are your thoughts on that yours or I, I mean I definitely I would if like you said if they were going to bring a whole AI story in just then make that AI story mm-hmm. you know don't try to merge it into you know yeah, I mean they even they use the same characters everything they just change them from a good guy to a buddy you know different mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. he's controlling everything in the room he got you crazy know, he, got, he had Alexa it just it, 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 it just was too much hmm. mm-hmm. back to your point Okay, <laughs> I face generational it movies. It was a generational movie. Now look, we it's we have a we have a saying on the show. We say it all the time. Somebody right, somebody wrong. It's true, right? Mm-hmm. So I we can't say who's who. Right. Usually it's me <laughs> in one of those yeah. uh, conditions. <laughs> More right. than likely, what circle of strife is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I think uh, the, the Chucky as an example is an interesting uh, 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 franchise because when it comes to that movie, he- here's what we're doing. We could make a brand new movie. It's entirely possible there was a script that was totally different and did not use those characters, did not use that recognizable IP. But then somebody saw that draft and said, well, this isn't going to sell. But if we cash in on that nostalgia factor, yeah. people are going to go. Because really they matter. know they got Octavius in the seats because Chucky was mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Now, I got something else I want to throw out there. Uh-huh. Oh, get in here. Oh, we got a tag. We, we got a tag. Hand-to-hand contact. I mean, uh. ah. All right, let's uh, join us here at the table. A new challenger has entered the podcast. Perfect. What's going uh-huh. on, y'all? Good work, soldier. Hey, all right. Go ahead. And- We're going to talk about that soundboard after we get done this. Oh, week, okay. Can you throw a hot again real quick? Podcast. Hashtag OLF Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at OLF Podcast. Oh. And on Instagram at OLF Podcast. It YouTube is. is at Out of Left Field Podcast. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? All right. Something what was your to... name again? I missed it. Hype. H-Y-M-P. Uh-uh. Not hype. I'm not geeked up. Oh. H-Y-M-P-E. All right. Now, All right. something I wanted to test that y'all brought up. You said, why do they keep rebooting and keep having these same ideas? Uh-huh. You have the same ideas when you have the same people in the room. Accurate. Yes. If you never change the people in the room. This. Okay. If you never change the people in the room, you can never change the idea. Yes. You can never have anything different. Until they do, like you said, it's a room full of white guys and they get the one black guy and just to say that they got him. That's yeah. Right. And he writes the sassy black chick. Yeah. Well, until you have the sassy black chick in the writer's room with the one black guy or the three black guys mm-hmm. now, or you get in the Hispanic guy or the Indian guy or the yeah. Asian girl, yeah. now you get the different ideas. Right. If you just got a room full of the same white dudes that was 25 that came in together, now they're 45 in together. Yeah. They go back to, like he said, it's the nostalgia of 
I was 10 and this was the shit. Yeah. Right. That's how you just get the same ideas because you like you just said too. You write yeah. the script out for Chucky and you go, I don't know about this one, but we know Child's Play 12 is going to sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you end up. You have the, the exact same, same people in space. They have the exact same ideas over and over. Tell They've them where been they are, Dominating the culture for an extremely long time. You know what I call that? Circle of strife. Go ahead, hit that. Hit that sonic ring for me. You should make that a hashtag. How dare you? I lost all my... I chased him off the screen. Oh, disappeared before I could get him. I, I completely agree with you. And I think, I think that is 100% an issue that needs to be resolved. I see it being resolved sometimes, right? That's just like when they say, when you apply for your first credit card, yeah. your first apartment or car, and they say, well, you don't have no credit. Well, you don't have no, never have any credit until somebody gives you some. Mm. Nobody ever could come with a new idea until somebody gives you a chance to read your script or to look at what it is, the idea that you're coming up with. Or what Ava told us, which is pick up a camera and make your own thing. That's right. That's what the new generation that Dan is talking about starts to do now. When yeah. You pull out your phone and go live and now you make your own content. Yeah. Because one of my, one of my friends, his cousin was doing Empire. Mm. They was recording Empire in West Philly. And they took it to whoever at whatever studio and it got stolen. And now uh, that's how Lucius and Cookie became from here. Uh, it's because the idea was a whole show about here. Got you. People who were from here. Got you. But like you said, without having that backlog of this is you already having it on film. Like you said, you mm-hmm. go live and have it on your Instagram for yeah. years that they can't just steal it. They didn't have that. So they got it stolen. Where we at time was? Uh, we got 14. Okay. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point that you're bringing up about getting new people and new faces in there. And that's why, I mean... Diversity is what one. Is there is there a favorite new thing that you have to point out, something you can put us on? To be honest with you, I ain't really into comic books like that. I just wanted to come show the festival. Well, love. no, period. No, period. But yeah, anything. Regardless. Because we're in the geek culture. It's kind of like collects all to of To give it. you an example, like a show like The Shy. Y'all watch The Shy? I, I need to it. watch The Shy. The but Shy that's on my has list an all-black writing staff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the show gives you a different perspective on... The different type of things going on in the same community. Right. It's like uh, the south side of Chicago. Yes. Lena Waithe. So they give you the children who are in middle school. They give you the gangsters. They give you the businessman. They Mm -hmm. give you the police district. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But just like The Wire. Kind of The Wire-ish, yeah. Yeah, but The Wire was written by a police officer who had his hand in everything and not just in that one box. Right. If you got everybody in this same box, then you can't come out of this box, which is how you get the reboot and every damn thing. Sure. forever. Yeah. So yeah. if, I, if I can say what I think you're saying, part of the solution to deal with the rebooting and the IP farming is to promote and boost the signal of other people who have different stories. You got If everybody in the room thinks like you, you need to get out of that damn room. Oh. And that goes for anybody in any field. Yeah. If everybody thinks Agreed. the exact same thing. I appreciate it. Y'all make sure y'all follow us on God damn. Twitter at OLF Podcast <laughs> and on Instagram. Pull out those phones, subscribe there to is, YouTube there channel. Is. At I'm a hustler, baby. I got to give you this just, just for the promotion. Just no doubt. Take advantage of the opportunity. bands on the table, too. You know, you damn. Know, make sure y'all take okay. it. Yeah, he ain't even exhibiting here. He left merch on our table. Fantastic. <laughs> no doubt. I like it. <laughs> OLF, we be in here in 2020 with the Bridging the Gap Podcast. I That's love good. that. Hashtag BTG Podcast. I love that. Uh, that's, um, no, you're you're absolutely correct, man. I, I agree with everything you said. Absolutely. Copy that. Shoulders down, right? Anybody else got a uh, weighing in? Yeah, who's tagging in here? Yo, Marty, go ahead and tag in again. Go ahead, man. All right, uh, we come on back here. Join us once again. So you, you've is, had something on your mind for a little while. So this is the reboot of my presence on this show. <laughs> Are you bringing something new? <laughs> I, is it, no, I, it, no. It was, it was okay, and then now I'm back. 
This is part two. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking I'm back. Yeah. 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 Go I'm, ahead. I'm John Wicking it right here. <laughs> uh, um, so, so there's something I've been wanting to like call Adam out on for a little bit here. His shoulder? Delete huh? his shoulder alone. You want to call me out on my show? I am. I am. Because you mentioned earlier, right, that like you feel that rebooting James Bond is acceptable because we're used to it by now. Except they've created a whole culture of that. I agree. How is that different than Spider-Man? It's not. Wait, wait. What do you mean? That's uh, that's fine because, by me. Because we're, now we're building a culture of Spider-Man reboots. We're just like on the third one. So maybe by the time we get to the fourth one, that's going to be like we'll have accepted it. We've accepted now that there's a limited shelf life of Spider's Man. Spider's Man. Spider's Man. I wanted to point out. I had a, I had a thought about something that you said. Please. Um, and this is not exactly on point, but it's kind of close enough. One of the ways that I've seen something be remade or rebooted that worked is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. That is the one. And what up? Come on. Get in here. Are you done with what you're saying? Uh, I guess. Like, my other point was just like, we need to su- support new things. Yeah. As just tagging on to that. Like, because every year there's always something big that swings for the fences, like a Jupiter ascending or a mortal no, engine no, no. or whatever. It's, no, no, no. no, there's, no. There's don't, get him, don't get him started. I just heard something that goes so hard. Wait a minute. I just, I just, I just heard my Winter Soldier password. (laughs) I'm activated. But Jupiter is sending. (laughs) He's part angel. He's part wolf, and he's part human. How can you be three parts? Adam, don't do this. Don't do this. Three halves. Adam. Channing Tatum on hover blades. Don't. I'm saying. I'm saying. I support swinging for the fences. Adam. And we need to have more things. Whether it's sci-fi, whether it's like a realistic portrayal of a city we need to have more things that swing for the fences and we need to support those things I agree. that swing yes. for the fences There's lots of stuff otherwise like that. you just keep getting the familiar stuff over and over and over again and then you can't complain about it marty i agree with you even though your suggestion caused me to receive two bullets and a hot can i i completely agree with you let's uh let's get a yeah hand hand contact come on my version of what you're talking about is hereditary from ari aster you know Something that's like, what is this? This is not a remake. This is not. Let's Brand go new. do the Exorcist again. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I would be. Which okay way? What's your name? That? Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, what's your name? My name is Jonathan Schwartz. Hey, Jonathan. Jonathan. I work at the Ritz Five Movie Theater. Oh, what's so, up, man? Uh, you oh, okay. Guys have probably all seen me at one point or time ripping your tickets or serving your popcorn. Appreciate you serving. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. made our experience better. <laughs> Thank but, you. But, um, that's the only thing I'm plugging tonight. All right. Um, you don't have a podcast you want to tell us about? Nope. No. Nope. I write, trying to write comic books. Hell there yeah. you go. Okay. We've been telling Spider-Man stories for 70, what, Batman? 80 I mean, years. I'll, I'll say Batman. Yeah, 70 plus <laughs> Get years. Get close on this? 70 plus years. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say all these remakes, you know, I'm not going to be for all of them. Right. Lion King really didn't have, and I was born in 92, so I look a little younger than I really am. Mm-hmm. But like Lion King and, and all those, you know, um, Disney movies did, you know, I was I was around for watching and, you know, they're, right. they're around. But it's it's more of a thought of like, what story, what is it going to influence? Who Who's going to tell a new little story based on their love for, or their, however they felt for the Lion King or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm bringing up the Invisibles. If you guys have ever, yeah, read yeah, that. the Invisibles is cool. Fucking Matrix came out of it. Goddamn, uh-huh. Donnie Darko came out of it. Uh-huh. Um, Dark City fucking came out of the Invisibles. Uh-huh. So it's uh, to Jonathan. Me, no one has dropped an f bomb until you came up here, my friend. No, no, you go ahead and get it off. No, you're good, you know man. I'm I'm just, I just wanted to tell you. I wanted to congratulate you. I wanted to congratulate you on just 
soiling our, our classy show. This is parental my, advisory on the podcast. My enthusiasm with this, Grant Morrison film, This film got Tarantino over here, joined our show, <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> eff- the, all right, Jonathan, I'm just busting. Go for it. Go for it. No, I, I get it. I get it. No, you're cool. You're good. Yeah, no, course, seriously, I'm fucking course. cool with it, you're man. Within, it's yeah. great. Um, you're, with, you're within the boundaries <laughs> of the pod. Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to fist bump you, you but can't. you fucked your right It's true. You said that so aptly. Yeah. So, I mean... um. I, I want to see what you know the newer stories. I want to see a new Animal Kingdom story, or mm. you know, I didn't see the new Jungle Book, but I heard it was pretty all right. But like, you know, those all those stories influence people, mm-hmm. and I want to see that bright new shit. Mm-hmm. Now, sorry I, for cursing. No, so you're good. No, it's, it's okay. It. okay. It's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the, with uh, the little kid. Faces the cartoon brought up King Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then they put Jax Teller in it this for right. the new one. This right. There's been yeah, a lot of King yeah, Arthur. Most yeah. recently, we got a Guy Ritchie version of a King Arthur guy story. Ritchie that was pretty. Bad. It was pretty bananas. It was good. Bad. Had it big elephants in it. It wasn't good either. Definitely. So listen, like. Yeah, you yeah, got the yeah. yeah. Oh, so, what do you got, Octavius? What are you about to I say? I was saying the one version of a remake that I thought was good was the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is one that I think heightened the original piece. Oh yeah. So I'd like to know what your thoughts are on that. What your thoughts are on that? Well, um, when it comes to comic books, man, I mean, I, I I've been involved in the Marvel, read the Marvel comics in a while. No problem. But no problem. Um, I know, like. People love the Miles Morales stories. Hey, and you talk like, about the Spider Man the, the Torch, the, yeah. The like, you know, like how many how long can we tell this story? How many flashes have there been? How many Green Lanterns have there right. been? Mm-hmm. I mean it's a, you know I think you can do a good job as long as you sort of tell a little bit of a newer story and so it's get about more people involved like you were saying don't get a fucking room for a full of like fifty year olds fifty year old <laughs> white dudes yeah get, get a you know you know generational gap you know pe- you know I feel like that's hitting all four quadrants mm-hmm. yeah exactly. But don't get like you know every studio exec in the room and then screw up Ghost in the Shell like they did. So we've got about five minutes right now, and I, I thought maybe this is an opportunity for me to reframe an idea that I posed in the beginning of the show. Reframe. Uh, if you've ever listened to Comic Book Junto before, you know that we have a several hour long conversation before I have figured out what my actual thought was. Mm. Right. Yeah. And this is basically what we're doing. We're just swirling around the. Tillman, idea. are we on point? Are we doing? We narrow down on that. Junto show is this? this is basically, it's very entertaining. Thumbs up. In order okay. for this to be. A comic Truly. book junto show we will be here until 9 p.m <laughs> tomorrow this is true we tried to tell him and it's not that long he's like right. guys i listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so here's here's how i'm gonna reframe this um i'm not sick of reboots i'm sick of the same people telling the same story okay i'm okay. cool with new people telling the stories we love I'm about that because bringing a new cultural context, new perspective, new experiences, new blood Mm, in that writing room, those Mm. executive producers, those directors, those people bringing those stories to the table, telling stories that we love. That's a great way to reexamine the stuff that we we enjoy. That's a better way to reimagine nostalgia. Does it always work? No, sometimes it's Lion King 2019, (laughs) but sometimes it's Spider-Verse. Yes. And that's exactly that is a, a gleaming example yeah. of telling it a story we've all heard before, and it, it's even in its own head. It's very meta about yeah, yeah. telling the same story over and over again, quite literally. In that's the, right, yeah. and it's a and, joke out of it. And I, I think I think that's where I've landed here. So I'm 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 cool with revisiting these properties. I want new voices. So can I can I weigh in on this? Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm kind of hearing a little bit of there's nothing new under the sun. 
Indeed. Is that right? Mm, Do you guys agree with that? We're feeling so. it right now, definitely, as like an audience of media. Get close. We're, we're, we're hearing the same shit. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, hearing, we're hearing the same stuff over and over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. There's, nothing, there's nothing new under the sun, but there is this thing called Adjacent Possible. You guys familiar with Adjacent Possible? No, say, say more on that. Adjacent Possible is, if, you, if you're in a straight line, you can look at to, to, to the side of you. Like, look at something adjacent to you and go, what are they doing over there in that lane? Right? And see how, what would it look like if I brought that into the stuff that I'm doing. What's possible? What mm. kind of new things could I do? So it's kind of like a like a remixing of a different thing. So it's mm-hmm. nothing new. There's no new colors. No one's made a new color in years. But yeah. people might have put different color combinations together and used them in different circumstances that made people go, what is this new thing you've created? Sure. And it's like, it's not new. It's just me taking my background, my perspective, my culture, and bringing it to this same thing. On the ideas that you love and the stories yeah. that you've loved. So it's world. not like yeah. you're making new colors, but like, What'd you say? That's like the MCU. Exactly. That's what they do with yeah. the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, we got two and a half minutes, and we do have a lot of people that we have to thank for this being possible, for this live experience. First, I do want to thank you, sir. Thank you very much for being a part of this, Jonathan. Thank you. I love thank the Thank you very show. much. Appreciate it. I want to see if I can do this. I want to thank everybody who is a part of this. I want to thank Big Dan, Marty, David Dylan Thomas, David in the back, Haim, and Face. And uh, I think that was everybody who contributed to the the pod today, to this conversation. Good work, soldier. Thank you, Cap. And uh, I I also want to shout out some of the people who make this show possible. We are doing this show live right now in front of a live audience at Indie Hall as part of Philly Pod Fest. Shout out Um, to y'all. There's a list of sponsors real quick. Um, Our home base, our home planet, we record right here at Indie Hall. And so we want to shout out the Indie Hall Podcast Junto, membership for people who are starting Thank or you working on leveling up their podcasts. Tattooed Mom, the National Liberty Museum. Thank you. World Cafe Live, New Media Touring. Thank you. Fireball Printing. Everything is awesome. The podcast, Obi Media Podcasting Services. That's one to share amongst all those people. That's right. Share that. Split it up. Spend it on something nice. Philly Banner Express, Tea House Screen Printing, Bridge Set Sound, and the Philadelphia Podcasting Society. Those are all the people who made this event possible. Give them uh, a round of applause. Please join us in doing so. Uh, Octavius, maybe one last parting thought and then we'll just sign off real quick. Ultimately, it sounds like what what we can do about this particular topic is to boost the signal of new storytellers, yes. give people an opportunity to share their perspectives and ideas and worldviews and backgrounds, whether it be new or old, and embrace people doing stuff their way. And yeah. not so much digging into the crates and going, how can I literally retread the same ground someone else has done? So if you got something new to add, that's dope. But if you're just going to tell somebody else's story, shoulder shrug. I could not have said that better myself, which is why I didn't say it. Yet that's exactly <laughs> what we did in this hour. I, I, I think that's exactly right. And I'm glad we had that conversation. So this is comic book Junto. Yup. Normally it's just two of us talking trash. Yup. And geek culture. So we are bi-weekly. We do uh, talk about geek news. We're going to be talking about San Diego Comic-Con coming up on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Also movie reviews, stuff like that. At Octavius A. Newman on Twitter. At Adam Tedris. At Comic Book Junto on Twitter. Um, we're on SoundCloud. Wherever you can pretty much listen to podcasts, we're going to be there. So we love you guys. Visit us next time. Until then, peace. <laughs> <laughs>